1: Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to
2: Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. We sure are glad you're joining us on this show tonight. Uh, I've got an interesting show ahead of you, but as we always do, Janine, we start out with what? In the news. In the news. You know, and and boy, this has been an interesting, you know, this time of year is kind of Mm -hmm. slow sometimes for some of the science that comes out, you know, the scientists take the summer off and that kind of thing, you know, but there's some interesting things came out. One of the things, and this kind of goes along something that we talk about a lot of times, right your packaged processed foods. Uh, a little study that came out, and it was, it was published in a journal called PLOS One, P-L-O-S-1. And if you ever want to do some, well, if you've got insomnia, you know, just look up PLOS One and start reading, and you'll immediately go to sleep because it's got some really interesting stuff, but it's scientific stuff. But there's a nice study about how soybean oil causes more obesity and diabetes than a diet high in fructose.
3: Holy cow. Right. And we know that fructose is not necessarily great for you, and we know no. that a high-sugar diet, and it did show that even a high-sugar diet wasn't good for the little rats. Well, um, right,
2: they did this study in mice. Yeah, yeah they did it in mice, yeah. and
3: they actually you know, had different groups that they actually, and they made sure the calories were the same. Right. Everything else was the same. Except they changed what they were eating and what their food was enriched with. Mm-hmm. Now soybean oil, which is the major component in most vegetable oil, and processed food, right? And if you start looking, mm-hmm. go try to find a mayonnaise out there that don't have soybean oil.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Even I was looking the other day, at, or other day, last week or so, I was in the grocery store, and I do that occasionally. I look at labels, and there was a label I was reading one that said made with olive oil. And I picked it up and looked at it and yeah, it's got a little bit of olive oil in it and soybean oil. Yeah,
3: it has soybean oil, and that's why I make my own mayonnaise. I right. mean I don't buy mayonnaise, I don't buy right. I don't buy any of the you know, processed foods. We because, make our condiments. Because of what you get in it. <laughs> that's right. And so just you know, looking at that, and you know, a few well, I guess it was a few months ago when we had doctor Sinif on when right. she talked about glyphosate. Right. And glyphosate is real high in soybean oil.
2: Well, because all of them are uh, genetically, modified. genetically modified. It's all genetically modified foods. So the soybeans Loaded are getting glyphosate. the soybean
3: oil from is actually genetically modified. It has lots of glyphosate. And she's actually said that you can actually track the increase of obesity and diabetes to the consumption of genetically modified foods.
2: And the glyphosate. So oh.
3: this actually just kind of proved what she says. And she's actually going to be back on. on uh, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now. On, on the 18th. On the 18th, yep. yeah, She'll 18th. be back on. So she's one that we do think her research is really good.
2: And this right
3: here just shows kind of what she's been saying.
2: This is, this is kind of validation because when you look at this and, and when you see that, now they compared this, you know, mice to a diet in high in coconut oil. Now, we suggest right. coconut oil all the time because it's a, a really good saturated fat. Yeah. And they they compared it to the high soybean oil. And, and what's funny
3: they, they didn't mention a weight gain in the coconut oil. What it said no. was the soybean oil-enriched diet had 25% more weight than the mice on the coconut oil diet. Right. And 9% more than the fructose-enriched diet. Right. Which means the coconut oil diet was the best. It seems like it, yeah. And, of course, the worst was the soybean oil. And then, of course, still they had weight gain with the fructose-enriched diet. But, you
2: know, so, most of the things that you find that are in packaged processed food have soybean oil and high-fructose corn, corn syrup. syrup. Which is even worse than regular so fructose. So you got your double whammy going so there. So read labels. Oh, yeah, God Reed knows, yes.
3: labels. People mm. don't realize soybean oil. They think that don't, well, that don't sound too bad. Yeah, I, well, it I, is.
2: It, it really is. You know, Because when you think about it, just like you said, Dr. Seneff had talked to us about uh, the glyphosate and how the bad that is. And when you think about 95% of the soybeans that are used in your, your typical processed foods and stuff are genetically modified. So that means they're doused really well in glyphosate.
3: Like I said, you really do get soybean oil and everything. Read the oh, yeah. labels, and you'll know that we're
2: telling the truth. I, I, I had somebody just recently told me that he said, "Well, Doc, since you made me read the labels, I can't eat anything." <laughs> I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, you're shopping in the wrong part of the grocery store." That's right. Get out of the middle. <laughs> I mean, we shop pretty
3: quick. We go to the you know go to the vegetables. Go to the we we do a little bit of fruit, not a lot, not but a we lot. do a little bit. Yeah. Go to that section. Maybe go around and get some eggs. And we're out of there because we order all of our meat. Yeah. Because I order all organic meat, and in our area, you can't find it. Uh So our grocery shopping is pretty quick. It Uh, makes it pretty fast.
2: It really does. It does. Yeah. Now, right along something else that we talk about ad infinitum, vitamin D. Right. And this this study, uh, this came out of Genomics and Genetics Weekly. Wow. Didn't know they had such, did you? But they do. And it showed that vitamin D deficiency – contributes to what they call an acute respiratory distress syndrome, which basically... Contributes directly. Directly to it, right. They didn't say just contributes, contributes. to it. Contributes. Directly right. to what they call the ARDS or acute respiratory distress syndrome. I mean, that could be anything from you know acute bronchitis to you name it. To pneumonia, Pneumonias, pneumonias to and any, so on and so know, forth. Anything right. that actually causes acute respiratory distress. What I thought was interesting because I just recently had somebody come in and they had had their vitamin D checked and I had told them it was too low because it was like 31 Barely nanograms.
3: in the range. Barely
2: in range. All right. Their physician, the other physician that they acquired, had told them, oh, you're in great shape. And I said, no, nah, you really need it above 50. Oh, they, they went back and told me, no, that's too, that's too much. You don't need that. All right. This particular study showed that, that vitamin D deficient, and the, what they're calling vitamin D deficiency, is less than 50 nanograms per deciliter of plasma, you know, 25 hydroxy vitamin D, which is your active vitamin, uh, your uh, your stored vitamin D. And they said it was, and I love this word, ubiquitous. That means everybody had it. in patients with ARD.
3: So it means everybody that actually had acute respiratory distress had vitamin D levels below 50. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. And they actually said that it definitely a deficiency in, deficiency in vitamin D appeared to contribute to the development of the condition. And that there really needs to be an approach to correct vitamin D deficiencies in people that are actually at high
2: risk for developing acute respiratory distress. Uh, that that means the folks that have you know the autoimmune things or any kind of immune any any type of immune deficiencies, uh, yeah. people
3: with COPD, right, um, yeah. People with asthma, bronchitis, people asthma, with cystic and fibrosis. Right. I and mean, you start looking, there's tons of conditions that actually are more susceptible to the acute respiratory mm, distress. They really are. And so, honestly, and like we say every week. Vitamin D is easy to check.
2: It is. It's easy
3: to know where you are and it's, and it's easy to fix. Very inexpensive to supplement and fix it.
2: It really is. And, and getting and
3: sunlight never hurts either.
2: No, oh no. Because
3: <laughs> we always we always tell people both. Because, that's yes, the cheapest
2: you, way to do it, you really. You want to
3: correct vitamin D deficiency with sunlight. Right. But most people, even people that are in the sun all day, we've seen sometimes can't bring their levels up. Mm-hmm. I do think things like the glyphosate is keeping vitamin D deficiency down. They've actually showed that. Right. It actually does affect vitamin D production. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can get it just from the sun in today's world because of all the other chemicals that are around. But you want to get some from the sun because there's other chemicals that we're not even sure what all sunlight does.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, our next little study, uh, and I thought this one was very interesting. It it came up in a clinical trial. This was done by uh, a guy named M.C. Duong and his colleagues. And most of it was done in Bogota, Colombia. They took because they had, you know, I mean, they had something like 3,156 children aged 5 to 12. And what they found was those particular children in that that area, very deprived area, had fairly low vitamin uh, B12 deficiency. And, and when that B12 deficiency was, is what they call asso- clinically associated with grade repetition, means an absenteeism. An absenteeism, yeah. right. Which and means they you're act- going to have to repeat the first grade here, right. dude. And okay.
3: they actually tested other nutrients, too. And the only one they actually found a correlation with repeating the actual grade And actually, absenteeism is B twelve deficiency, and we know that B twelve is very important in brain function. It's very important in memory. It's very important for concentration. It's very important for everything. And we do see—you wouldn't believe how much vitamin B twelve deficiency we see,
2: because that's another nutrient that we check in our panels. Yes, it is. You know, it's it's pretty common for us to check that, and you know, and we like to keep it on the high side of. We like
3: we like to see it around
2: probably at least 700 seven and above and, and you know, it doesn't bother me at all somebody comes in it's flagged high at 1200 or so right. i think that's a l- fine. little bit too much isn't going to hurt you no. but low is going to hurt you a low lot is definitely not going to be good
3: And with hard. b12 what i hate is that i mean the, the range of the lab even the lab we use mm-hmm. i believe the range is 211 to
2: 986 not nine, yeah, like something, something like that
3: yeah. and All the medical books will actually say if you're under 400, you actually have a B12 deficiency. Mm -hmm. If you go under that 211 that they're talking about with the lab, it causes nerve damage. Right. So we're talking about a severe deficiency at that point. Right. So a lot of people get it checked with their doctors, and it might be 212. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, you're fine. It's not fine.
2: No, it's not.
3: So I do say you really need to know, always get a copy of your own lab work. And like we always say, send us a copy of it. We'll be happy. We'll look at it for you. There's no charge. We'll give recommendations. Um, It doesn't cost you anything.
2: That's true. You know, I had someone today who sent us a copy of lab work. It happened to be a uh, a lady that sent us a copy of her lab work on her husband. And they told him he was fine. And when I got it, I said, well, what are they doing about his iron overload? What do you mean? I said, well, he's got an extremely high ferritin. He's got iron overload, it looks like. Um, what are they doing about that? Well, they told him he was fine. Okay. So get a copy of your lab work, send it in. It doesn't cost you a dime. I mean, seriously. And, and we'll look at it for you and give you a second or third opinion on it, you know. Now, something else that came up, Now, we've talked about this, I know, ad infinitum, Probiotics. This is a new kind of a little bit different take on it, though. I thought it was a fantastic take on it. Yeah, it was a different, it. and it was
3: actually, this? you know, in the it was published in the Journal of Neuroscience.
2: Yeah, so this is not a fly by night. This is not, and, you know, uh, what you call it, one of those rag sheets you see in the new in the no, uh, this grocery is store. One
3: of the things that they were actually looking at was. How probiotics may improve the behavioral symptoms of a chronic inflammatory disease. Now,
2: Dave, that behavioral
3: behavioral issue. And what they say is, and it is true, I agree, in chronic inflammatory diseases such as rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, they're all associated with behavioral symptoms like fatigue, depression, social withdrawal. Mm -hmm. And that is true. How many people with autoimmune diseases and the high inflammation come in and they're depressed and they're tired and they won't go anywhere? Well, that's kind of what it was looking at. And what they showed is if you actually added probiotics, even though it didn't decrease the inflammation, it actually changed the behavior because they know that probiotics affect the brain. And they've actually had the brain-gut connection for a long time.
2: Yeah, there's actually, I think there's some books and stuff right on that. They, they, really, they did this study on mice, and they showed that, I thought this was interesting, said mice that received the probiotics spent more time engaging in social behaviors compared to the placebo group. Wow. That's pretty big for probiotics. And, of course, we talk about probiotics almost every show. So, yeah. All right. Uh, coming up on a, a break here, Janine, and we'll jump into tonight's show.
4: Your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness
5: there's something special about doctors nutrition where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment without any cost and receive consultation about your health one thing's for sure that kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy and it's more than just words it's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice for your health choose doctor's nutrition call toll free at 800-824-0194 online at doctorsnutrition.com
0: there is a fact that we must all face And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health,
4: your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox.com. At doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. Uh, Tonight,
2: we're actually going to have a show that is a a requested show. Yeah. Uh, You know, and so we'd like to, you know, advise all our listeners. If you have something that you want to hear us talk about or find out a little bit more about, let us know. Send us an email to that, JFox at doctorsnutrition.com. And uh, we'll be glad to have it on because that's exactly what this show is from. It is, uh, it's actually listener request, right. if you will. And
3: it's actually on a subject that we actually probably should have talked about before because yeah. we have people that walk in every day that have this problem. And it's actually problems with sex drive or libido.
2: Yeah. And, you know, the person that requested it said, we probably won't want to do this, but we'd really like to know more about this libido thing. And so we said, sure, we'll talk about it. Because it is something that, that we see. I mean, Janina, I guess you and I both see this, gosh, every day. Oh, every
3: day. You know? We probably, that is one of the most, one of the biggest complaints that we hear from people. Now, I mean, they might not come in as a primary complaint.
2: Fatigue's probably the biggest complaint. Right, exactly. But, okay.
3: but then they'll say, and you know, and, and by
2: the way, I have no sex drive whatsoever. Right, uh, the sex I mean, drive of a snail. And, you know, that, that's that's one that we hear quite a bit. So it, it really made sense to us to, to talk about right. it because, you know, I mean, honestly, you know, when you look at it, you know, a healthy body is going to be a healthier sex drive. Exactly. And so and we, we, we we're also going to talk time. about
3: men and women because there's a little yeah. bit of differences between men and women in sex drive. And we all know that men actually have a higher sex drive than women. Oh. And that is always should be the fact. Now, occasionally when I have a woman come in and I have had a few that say my husband never wants to have sex. Well, that is not normal, mm,
2: something normal. especially for a man. Now. Right.
3: We also, one of the things we wanted to talk about in the very beginning mm-hmm. is a lot of men confuse sex drive and erectile dysfunction.
2: Yes. And, you know, I, I think this is pretty common. You know, when, honestly, Janine, that's probably one of the most common misconceptions we have about this thing. A lot of men today, and I mean, all you got to do is watch TV and ads for the, either the little blue, blue pill or the little, I think it's peach color. Uh, the cialis and so on but you got you know choices there and it's all about the erectile dysfunction and you know this is pretty much a new phenomenon um didn't really get talked about that much until the you know, past five six seven years something like that you know and it, now almost every guy that comes in that's say over 50 actually of them, we have some we have over some 30. 30s yeah, which is, I mean, the first time I had a guy that was said he, he told me he was 31 years old and he had erectile dysfunction, I, I almost fainted myself. I thought, oh, my God, really? And he said, yeah, he said, this is really bad. And, of course, you know, he thought it was low testosterone. Well, it's not necessarily low testosterone. Right, and we
3: do see a lot of low testosterone in young we men, do. and we're going to talk about that too. But that's more of the sex drive. But that, but testosterone is the urge. Right. And if you have the urge to, to have sex, right. but yet you can't make the equipment work, right? that is actually a different problem.
2: Yeah, equipment failure is totally different than desire. Desire.
3: Mm-hmm. If you have no desire anymore,
2: mm-hmm.
3: now that is your sex drive.
2: Right, that and you know, and what's amazing is a lot of these guys that are coming in at various ages, and like say from thirty up, uh, and have, and, and they might tell you that their desire is not quite what it was. Well, it at used 20, to be, right? What, well, at 18, okay, come on, at eighteen, let's face it. But they, their desire is still there. They have some desire, but they just the like you said, the equipment failure. Right, and that happens due to a lot of reasons, and we've talked about a lot of these on various shows about. You know, the uh, sugar handling problems, and it, you can get into Huge there. Huge Huge problems there. Uh, you can get into all of the, the various, you know, people. I was talking to a fellow a week or two ago, and he's, he's got, uh, you know, the uh, neuropathy due to high blood sugar. Now, he's not diabetic yet, okay? His A1C is pretty high, but he's not diabetic yet. But he has the neuropathy and, in the feet and legs. And, oh, by the way, he has erectile dysfunction, I said, well, think about it, dude. The nerves going to your feet and legs are having a problem. The nerve going to the other equipment is having a problem as well. Right. Oh, I there's a lot thought about of, There's that. a
3: lot of things that can affect it. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of things that can reduce the sex drive. We're going to talk about well, the sex drive first. Too. We're going to talk about blood flow, too, because we're going to talk right. about the erectile dysfunction. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about, you know, what are some of the common things that actually reduce your sex drive? And one is, of course, aging.
2: Don't use that word. Maturity. Maturity. That's it.
3: And there's no doubt that you know your sex drive goes down as you get older, but it doesn't have there's to no go doubt. away. It doesn't yeah. have to go away, and there are things that you can do. Now, right. you mentioned earlier, a healthy body results yes. in a healthier sex drive, and there's no, no question about, about that. So if someone's a couch potato, and they don't get up, and mm-hmm. they don't use their muscles, you hear, use it or lose it, mm-hmm. Well. Same thing with everything Same else. Same thing with that too, huh? Um, hmm. And even having diseases, having diabetes, having cancer, having... it's going Hypertension. Make you, it's going to make you not have the libido that you had before. So getting overall healthy. I mean, that's what we talk about every week. I mean, that's what our show's about. That's Live what our show's about. Yeah. And actually, you know, if you get overall healthy, then you're going to actually help your libido as well. It's not just no one thing it. that always causes it. Now, one thing that is definitely been linked to lower sex drive is being overweight obesity obesity which you know we're seeing now a huge
2: portion of the population that's over i think it's what something like 60 65 percent overweight or obese it's a lot so
3: losing the weight and getting healthier and helping the high blood pressure that all helps the sex drive also yeah so there's a lot of things that can actually do it now another thing is just being in today's busy world stress and Exhaustion. Mm. I mean just people being totally exhausted and well, run down.
2: That's the stress thing.
3: And so, you know, we always say people need to try to try to make it to where you have time to relax. Make it to where you can enjoy life. That will actually make your sex drive better.
2: And that's true. You know, I, it actually makes life better. It does. But you know, and and true, sex sex drive and sex life much better too. There's no doubt about that. Because you know, when you get, you know, exhausted, the adrenals you know, right. they and get exhausted the, too. Right.
3: And the adrenals play a big role in sex
2: drive. So you role.
3: always want to make sure, like, and we always mention, you want to check a lot of things. When you're having a problem, it's looking at overall health. Right. Do one of our panels. Look to see: Do you have a thyroid pr- problem? Do you have an adrenal problem?
2: I was going to say a thyroid. Vitamin and D
3: deficiency biggie. can play a role in it. B twelve right. deficiency can play a role in it. Right. Being anemic can play a role.
2: Oh, very can. Um.
3: You know all that. And we're going to talk about hormones later and how to restore hormones. But of course, hormones play a role. So getting all that checked makes a big difference.
2: Yeah, it does. You know, and you know, talk about stress and the way a lot of folks. Deal with stress is our old friend alcohol, right? And and, um,
3: and too much, even though alcohol sometimes loosens people up and makes them it does, have a little higher sex drive. Right. Too much will actually dampen the sex yes, drive. It will, and definitely has been. There's no question. Too much alcohol does make equipment failure.
2: Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. So
3: that is another thing is not to over drink, right?
2: And of course, we we got the normal stuff that everybody deals with. You know, depression. And there's no doubt, you know, depression is a big dampener to your sex life and to a lot of other things. Um, but it, you know, that's a, that's a biggie, and I think that's one of the one of the byproducts of our, like you said, our busy world, right? You and know, being too busy and too busy is a you bad know, thing. Never
3: you know. stopping, you know, not stopping and smelling the roses—is that what they say?
2: Uh, yeah, we, we were talking to a friend of ours the other day, and he happened to be an old country uh, radio DJ, and Boy, when I said something about Stop and Smell the Roses, he said, oh, yeah, and he, he quoted, quoted exactly it, yep. uh, who did that. You know, I can't remember who it was right now, but, oh, yeah, so-and-so did that, you know. Mac Davis, that's who it was, Mac Davis, back in the, like, 60s or 70s. So, yeah, Stop and Smell the Roses, great stuff. It really is. Um, you know, when you're too busy and, and you can't even enjoy life, I mean, it, you know, it, the the sex life is going to go as quick as everything else goes. It really is. And
3: like I said, there's, a, you know, the, 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 like with... with We've talked about before, and you know, with other people, is sometimes you have to do some other little things. With you know, when you've been married a long time, a dozen roses doesn't hurt exactly. Doesn't, so talking about smelling the roses, maybe buy some roses. There's this
2: chemical in roses,
3: that's right. <laughs> uh.
2: <laughs> maybe buy some roses,
3: maybe be nice. Yeah, I mean, you know,
2: candles. Oh. Yeah.
3: And also, you know, if you have kids, which a lot of people out there do, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of people are past that age and they don't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of your young people that have kids, what you want to look at is, you know, have date night. I would Actually, just say
2: we we stress out a lot. We to do. Our patients. Yeah. I mean,
3: take a take a break. Have yeah. somebody keep the kids, get the grandparents, to keep them. Yeah. And that will make a big difference in your sex life. It really If will. the kids aren't around. So well, yeah. that
2: does make a difference. Well, it makes a big difference in how you you know, view life at that point, you know. Right. Yeah, now, really
3: you know, there's the, – so we do definitely promote that. We tell oh, people yes. – and But you do. Life is so tense nowadays. Tense and stressed, and it makes everybody uptight, and it, it definitely lowers everybody's sex drive, you know,
2: especially the women. Especially women. You know, I think one thing that, that you know, we have our habit of ourselves – is we typically don't turn TV on unless there's something specific we want to watch. Right. You know, and people think that's kind of odd today because, uh, you know, they typically get up with a TV and they go to bed with TV. And if there's something we want to watch, you know, we've got that. Usually, Janine is the, what do you call that thing? DVR. DVR. <laughs> she's the DVR queen. Let me tell you what, she's got stuff DVR because she knows what we want to watch. And so we can, you know, we can pull up a, a show. And one thing that I think that really... Will dampen sex drive and everything else is the news. It's, de- got it's
3: getting depressing. you down and depressed. And oh, my God. There's no doubt depression is one of the big things that affects it. And speaking of depression, we're going to come up probably on the next segment talking about the drugs that are the most commonly affect oh, libido. Yeah, well, we'll go ahead and talk about number one right now, and that is your antidepressants. anti-depressants. Yes. The bad thing is the problem makes low sex drive, which is depression, mm-hmm. but the treatment makes it even worse.
2: Yeah, you know, I've had I had a lady not too long ago said that she she was depressed, so they put her on an antidepressant. Now she said before the uh, antidepressant, she said when I was just depressed, I had a low sex drive. She said when they gave me the antidepressant, I lost all sex drive.
3: It it is, and the bad thing is sometimes you can't regain it. That's true. So it definitely makes a difference. And we're going to talk about other drugs that affect the sex drive when we come back.
2: Yeah, in the we'll next be segment. right back in the next segment there with more
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America
0: Health and Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at DoctorsNutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for podcasts, complete, live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194.
5: There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like. Isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy. And it's more than just words. It's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice for your health choose doctor's nutrition call toll-free at 800-824-0194 online at doctorsnutrition.com
4: your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness
1: You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about your libido right. sex drive. And
2: we just, before the break there, we were talking about some drugs and medications that interfere with that. Let's kind of dig into that. And we talked about the uh, antidepressants. Or
3: the SSRIs. And it actually shows that probably up to 80% of patients that take them actually have, you know, a problem with severe... D- um, decrease libido. That's now, a lot. even to mention, you know, there's a natural alternative to the SSRIs, and that's mm-hmm. the 5-HTP. Mm-hmm. And even though it decreases libido a little bit, it's not near as bad as the
2: medications. Well, because it's just, you know, it just gives you serotonin, right. and your, your body makes serotonin anyhow. But actually, uh-huh.
3: higher serotonin makes lower
2: libido. Um, libido right. Right, it does.
3: As a whole. Now, higher dopamine helps libido. Right. And, and so doing some things like the dopa boost and it also helps depression. So sometimes that might be another alternative really if you does. have depression. Now another thing is the tricyclic antidepressants. Those they're, are
2: old but they They're still old but they cause still use them. Problems, yeah, right. they
3: still cause loss of libido. Now mm-hmm. number 3 is probably the one that I run into every uh, single day and that is control birth control pills. pills. And that's yeah. going to affect of course your younger women. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no doubt that most women on birth control pill actually complain of absolutely no libido.
2: A lot of them do. They really
3: and do. fatigue and mm-hmm. all kind of other problems too. A lot of stuff. So it definitely, it works for birth control in a few ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually, <laughs> <laughs> right? It
2: does, yeah, yeah, it definitely. You don't even want it, right? exactly.
3: Yeah. Um, so I do say that that's one that definitely makes a difference. Now yeah. another one is Proscar, which is actually for the prostate.
2: A lot of men come in and complaining about that, and and you ask them about what medications they're taking. And you know, of course, if they're especially if they're over forty five or so, and they've got a you know benign hypertrophy of that uh, prostate, and they're on Proscar, and I say, okay, well, there's your problem, really,
3: yeah. Because so they've actually shown that it, it does lower testosterone no doubt and when you lower the testosterone you do lower libido right so there's many things out there that lower testosterone mm-hmm. um Propecia, another one Ooh. that is actually for hair loss yes and i have actually had quite a few people i've talked to i'm like okay oh, yeah. you can actually have sex or you can have hair i mean there's that's a you know, your choices yeah. so it, it really that's a real libido killer
2: it really is now, Seems to be. Anyhow. Yeah,
3: exactly. Now, antihistamines are one that can. You don't always hear that one. And they say it's, it's short term. If after you take it, it might be a real
2: short term problem. Yeah, like your Benadryl or something but like that. But if yeah. people
3: that take it every day, now yeah. that can become actually a problem with sex drive. Too. Certainly
2: can. And marijuana.
3: Yeah, your medical
2: marijuana. Mm. And it's actually
3: under medications now because it's actually mm-hmm. legal in 20 states. Mm-hmm. And whether it's a legal kind or a non legal kind, It actually still affects your sex drive. That's right. And the ability for the equipment to work.
2: That's So that is one
3: of the things that it does. Now, the anti-seizure
2: medications. Ooh, and there's a whole bunch of those.
3: There there is. And those actually, although, you know, we are going to say, don't just stop taking your medications. No, no, no. Um, But, you know, sometimes if you're not on medication, you might want to look for alternatives to begin with.
2: Right. You know, and, and if you are on a medication, talk to your physician, see if they can change. Because sometimes change one, in one might one, do it, the
3: next one might right,
2: not. One might cause a problem, the next one might not. So just ask your doctor. Or lower the dosing
3: might, might actually make a difference. Because higher doses, of anything, is actually going to be a yeah. worse problem.
2: I guess your your pain meds, your Vicodin, your Oxycontin, Percocet, Percocet, all those
3: things. Yeah, all yeah. codeine
2: derivatives. Right, opioids. Um, But one
3: of the big ones that we see is beta blockers.
2: Ooh, and almost everybody on on some sort of blood pressure medication, that's almost the first thing they're going to put them on. Is a beta blocker. blocker. And And beta blockers are
3: definitely known for it.
2: Yeah.
3: And so that's definitely, and then some of your benzodiazepines. Yeah. um, Like Xanax. Xanax. Ativan things like that some of your tranquilizers and so you know if you're on a medication sometimes it's really hard to reverse the effects of it without doing something different like we said talk to your doctor about changing the medication talk mm-hmm. to him about decreasing dosage mm-hmm. if you're not on them already before you get on something think twice before you get on anything you really should read about it you should know about it and you can see if there's an alternative to it that's right I Regardless mean of what it is. we see people that are borderline blood pressure their blood pressure is really not that bad, and their doctor wants to put them on blood pressure medicine well we can put them on some of the natural supplements that bring it right down hmm. now, Even
2: just something as simple as magnesium exactly yeah. so
3: if you, if you don't have to get on it, don't it affects your overall health it affects your sex drive it makes a big difference in you know your, your your health in general
2: yeah now you know something sometimes people think about well, sex drive hobby I mean, you know that's kind of Oh, uh, well, it's decadent, you know. Okay, but you realize that a healthy sex drive actually can improve your health?
3: Right. It actually, that's what, I mean, If he, sex has definitely been sh-
2: shown to help health. Overall. Oh, yeah, overall. It, it, you know, it actually reduces your risk for heart disease. It does. Think about that, guys. Reduces your
3: risk for heart disease. It actually huh. helps fitness. Yeah. It definitely de- de- you know, decreases depression. So we nope. talked about, you know, depression. Maybe instead of taking the antidepressant, maybe just have
2: more sex. Right, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one. I'll remind you of that, baby. Um, <laughs> now, there's a, oh, that was a good one. Uh, there was a, even a study that showed that uh, folks who have more frequent sex have less frequent colds and flu. Yeah, it increases oh. the immune system. Yeah, how about that? I mean, so if you start looking,
3: we're not just talking about, you know, sex for enjoyment. We're talking about sex for health. health. And also, there's no doubt one thing that has actually been shown no question on men Mm -hmm. is lack of sex tends to cause
2: prostate problems. Oh, it does. You know, we need to talk about that more because the guys probably don't realize that. You know, because, you know, when you think about the way that seminal fluid is made by the prostate, and, you know, it doesn't make sperm. It makes seminal fluid. And, of course, that's what delivers the sperm, you know, through the sex act. And when you don't have sex, that seminal fluid just kind of gets stagnant.
3: Stagnant, and it can actually, inc- you know, increase the inflammation right. in the prostate. It, and it actually yeah, inc- it's an
2: inflammatory. It becomes a pro-inflammatory at that point in time. So it's, you know, frequent sex, are, you know, actually, you know, dumps that seminal fluid out of that prostate, keeps it flushed out, so to speak, and makes the prostate work more efficiently and more properly. So really good thing to do right there.
3: Now uh, one real weird study I thought was that actually how frequent sex increases your sense of smell. Now that was yeah. weird, but you know. Uh,
2: that's I, different. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> Me
3: neither, so, but I mean, that one's actually a
2: different one. But wouldn't, wouldn't want to try to explain that mechanism, but but that show that study did show that. Yeah. I thought and, that was interesting. And there's
3: no doubt that in looking at marriages. Mm-hmm that a healthy sex life has definitely been shown to make marriages better.
2: Oh, there's, there's no doubt about that. You know, uh, you know when the, you talk to a lot of people that have gone through divorce and they say the first thing that stopped was sex. Right. And then everything just kind of went downhill from there. And whether it was, you know, a busy lifestyle and uh, they were never together, they, you know, t- too much work on either, couple, either one of the couple's parts and so on. And the next thing you know, they just they drift apart.
3: Right, and, and that's so that's good. something that's actually, I mean, it benefits so much, and it actually has health benefits along with relationship benefits. Right. So a healthy sex drive is not just a funny topic. I mean, you not know, it, it, is game, right? yeah. it is very important, and it's more—it's really important to a lot of people. Yeah. Now, other things that you can do. Okay, we know that you exercise. Yes. You start in an exercise program and always help with the diet because mm-hmm. they've definitely shown there's no question that diabetes increases, dec- well, I should say decreases testosterone. Right. And so it increases problems with sexual function. Right. And so we, like we talk about another, every week on the show, going on a no grain, no sugar mm-hmm. diet mm-hmm. and going on a real food diet. And like we talked about at the beginning of the show, reading labels.
2: <laughs> oh, you <yeah>. know, don't <laughs> eat
3: your glyphosate to actually yeah. increase your blood sugar. Don't stay do those from, kind of things. Stay
2: away from that soybean oil
3: and they've they've actually shown that it makes a difference to optimize your insulin levels, and it really your does. insulin definitely spikes when you eat sugar, and we always kind of say we, we think people should be on a low glycemic diet, and that actually limits the amount of insulin that is spiked in the body
2: right because insulin starts playing all kind of nasty roles i mean it it can actually interfere with the, with the guy's ability to make testosterone right you know
3: so the diet plays a big role, exercise plays a big role, and another thing is you know. Have your emotional health good. And okay. that
2: looks at stress. Well, you know, and uh, Janine and I both like to do the comedy, the what last comic standing. Oh, yeah, we, and, we, we know, like we the, the comedy shows
3: because laughing has actually been shown to be good for you.
2: It's extremely good for you. And not just in, you know, saying, oh, okay, I've got a good, healthy laugh out of that. Uh, again, the healthier you are, the better sex life you're going to have. Right. So, You know, watching Bill Engvall and there's your sign. Yeah. uh, That's going to actually help your sex life, too. And
3: another thing is to optimize your vitamin D levels. Oh, definitely. No
2: doubt about that.
3: It's been shown to actually help with cardiovascular disease, Mm -hmm. help with sex drive, help with like what we talked about earlier is not getting sick, not getting Mm -hmm. respiratory diseases. And I mean, granted, you know, if you're sick, you surely ain't going to want to have sex. So you want to stay healthy overall. That's true. And so there's a lot of things you can do just in everyday life. And sunshine actually, to me, helps depression. So it's been shown to actually help depression, and that's another way that you can actually, because we know that depression makes lower sex drive.
2: Right. And, and you know, sometimes just, uh, you know, for couples, getting outside... You know, if, if you enjoy the same kind of things being outside, Janine and I love to just sit around the pool and watch dogs run around the backyard. We chill a lot. We chill a lot, and the birds fly in. You know, they do all kind of crazy stuff. It's kind of fun to watch. And we've got some pet turtles that come around and one thing or another and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So we, we enjoy nature, and then we've got our beehives in the backyard just watching those guys are kind of amazing and anything that just gets you away from that daily grind right relaxing relaxing
3: i think relaxing is one of the big things nowadays that people need to do
2: it is you know because most people don't relax nowadays most people don't and if you're that uptight eh, sex is probably the last thing on your mind right and so you want to get it to where you actually are relaxed
3: and it will help your libido and it will help your health
2: it's definitely going to help your health i promise you that that's for sure all right, now we've talked about diet, okay? We've talked about physical activity. We've talked about that.
3: Talked about getting your emotions, talked about relaxing, talked sleep. about sleep. Sleep is very important because if you're exhausted, right? I mean, you're not going to perform very well.
2: You're not going to live very well.
3: Right, exactly. Yeah. So you definitely got to have sleep.
2: Yeah. Okay, we're about to wrap up another segment here, and when we come back. We're going to be talking about some things you can do. Actually, help the hormones. Actually, help those hormones, which are going to help that sex life. So, we'll be right back.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
5: There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure that kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy and it's more than just words it's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice for your health choose doctor's nutrition call toll free at 800-824-0194 online at doctorsnutrition.com
0: there is a fact that we must all face And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at DoctorsNutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health,
4: your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're talking about your libido, and we're going to start off
2: with the guys in this segment. You know? Right.
3: We're going to talk about things now that you can do and supplements you can do right. for libido. Now. As always, we always say have your levels checked, know right. what kind of problems you have, and that'll give you a better idea of what you need to do.
2: It really will. You know, and, and one of the first, and we do this a lot for guys, especially if they're over say 40. You know, and even younger. Uh, we test the testosterone. Definitely. Definitely.
3: And if in low sex drive a lot of times is Low testosterone. Right. And we're seeing it at all ages. We really now, are. Now, in order to restore testosterone, mm-hmm. we, we've already talked about diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. We're not going to talk about that again. No. Um, there's actually something called maca.
2: Maca is a, an herb. It's actually some sort of radish that comes from Chile, I think it is. And um, it's been you know, researched quite a bit in how it restores hormonal function in both male and female
3: right both male and female yeah. the maca is going to be one of the things that can actually babies, help right. the
2: whole endocrine system it can and so it can help
3: your adrenals it can help thyroid it can everything help hormones right and so we actually use a product called andro build and actually maca is one of the main ingredients in it but it also helps you has your velvet deer antler
2: yeah it and, and somebody the other day was looking at that and said, what is velvet deer antler uh, if you've got exactly what it says, that's what it is, okay, a deer or antelope or caribou, all that stuff, when they make their horns, their their antlers, they first come out and they're covered in a what they call velvet, and that velvet is the precursor to the hard bone of the testosterone or the uh, uh, actual antler itself, and it's loaded with testosterone precursors,
3: right. And so that's actually something that we use. Now, another thing is your DHEA, which is another level that we check. Mm -hmm. And DHEA is one that is a precursor to testosterone. And we see a lot of men, and as you age, DHEA goes down. And there's no doubt that the the lower it goes, the more fatigued you get. Yeah. And so the fatigue plays a factor with the low DHEA too, not just the low testosterone. Right. So it's something that we definitely tell people. That's something that you want to check and restore in order to have mm-hmm. normal libido. Now, vitamin D deficiency is also something that can affect libido. So, again, doing lab well, work, finding it, out what kind of problems you have and fixing them.
2: Yeah, D can actually be involved in that uh, hormonal production because it actually is a steroid, steroid hormone itself. Uh, now, you know, if we got your hormones back to normal and guys are having that in, you know, little problem with the you know, performance, so to speak... Increasing blood flow is a huge, huge. Yes, part of because it. we
3: talked about you know ED, and it's not mm. always associated with low testosterone.
2: Not always. That's it
3: right. a lot of times is blood flow, and a lot of those pills out, a lot all those at commercials that you see, it doesn't increase testosterone. Mm. They actually increase blood flow. Right. And we do have a product called amino flow.
2: Mm-hmm. And, what, and it, what it does is actually restores you know the and I think we have talked about this you know what they call the endothelial nitric oxide synthesis which it actually increases nitric oxide, which is dilating the blood vessels. It opens up the opens blood vessels up. so yeah. you
3: can get better blood flow. Right. And arginine is something that a lot of people, one of the main ingredients is arginine mm-hmm. and citrulline, and a lot of men have heard of that, and mm-hmm. it's actually really good for ED. Yeah,
2: well, arginine, of course, is a fast-acting one, which will help you know, get that blood flow in real quick. Uh, then that citrulline is kind of like a timed-released arginine right. because the body converts citrulline into arginine. It just takes a little time to do that. The
3: good thing about amino flow is we, we initially came out with blood for for blood pressure and heart, and I mean everybody that did it would come oh. back and say, "Do you know what else it works yeah. for?" I'm like, "Yes, we do." <laughs> yeah, we
2: we kind of figured that one out. Yeah. So
3: and, and you know, so that's that's some of the things that men can do. Now, Another thing is zinc. Zinc oh. has definitely been shown to actually help with sex drive.
2: Well, because it's it's you know zinc is important in making that testosterone. It's also important in keeping that uh, prostate healthy. So yeah, it's a and big then
3: another big thing that we have not mentioned is. With men, reducing your xenoestrogens.
2: Oh, that's the bad estrogens in the in the stuff that you don't want, right? And
3: And if our environment is covered up in it. it yeah. Your plastics are all xenoestrogens. Yeah, BPA, your pesticides mm. are xenoestrogens. You get them all over the place. So that's another reason. Do not ever heat in plastic. Right. Um, try to eat organic if you can. Right. You're going to actually help your testosterone levels by avoiding the estrogen, in the environment. Now, another thing we don't like men doing is soy.
2: To Stay completely away from because it. Because
3: soy is estrogen-like.
2: And that means stay away from that soybean oil, exactly. too. Exactly. Okay. Well, now,
3: that's everybody should
2: stay everybody away from Everybody should stay from. away But you know, something, talking about this, too, now, guys especially, I, I tell you, you, know, and a lot of folks really look at me weird when I say this, stay away from dairy. Because dairy has a lot of hormones in There's it. There's something that they call a recombinant bovine growth hormone that they use in mama cows to make mama cows make more milk longer. And, you know, if a cow can make five gallons of milk instead of three, wow, we've made two gallons of profit there. So the dairy people are bad about putting this in there. And they say, oh, there's no problems with it. It is a strong xenoestrogen, very strong. Has a deleterious effect on your prostate, has a deleterious effect on your testosterone. Guys, milk ain't worth it. Yep, promise you.
3: And we mentioned, I mean, we have another product called Libido Stem M. The manufacturer just happens to be out hmm. at this minute, but hopefully they'll have it soon. But it is one that you actually, it's really good. And we mentioned increase in dopamine to help sex drive. It has the components in it to do that. So yeah, it does. Now, yeah. for the women. Yeah, let's talk about the girls because yeah. we've got to uh, have them in there that's too. That's right. Now, women, sex drive is always going to be lower.
2: Right. Somewhat. Young,
3: young women, yeah. get yeah. off the birth control pills and you'll help tremendously on that one. Now, is women age, one of the big things that we see, at DHEA going down. Because DHEA, DHEA goes down,
2: testosterone goes right. down. It
3: is a precursor to testosterone, and testosterone still affects sex drive in women. So right. the DHEA is something you definitely want to
2: check. But, you know, not only does it increase the testosterone, and then testosterone talks about sex drive, Testosterone's really big, ladies, For your bone health. It is, bone density, and that's always a
3: big issue. Mm -hmm. Now, maca that we mentioned for men is also very good in women. Mm -hmm. It even actually can stimulate your body's own production of some estrogen. Mm -hmm. So it's another one that actually really helps with sex drive. And then arginine, even though, of course, increase in blood flow in women still actually help with sensitivity.
2: It really, it really does, you know, and, and you, know, you don't think about that as much because... You don't think about
3: it as much for women because they don't have to have it,
2: exactly. But that genitalia has to become engorged with blood for proper function.
3: Right. So that's another thing that women can take is arginine. Right. But definitely the DHEA, mm-hmm. definitely the maca. And a big thing with women after menopause, um, we hear this every day, is women tend to get vaginal atrophy and dryness after menopause. Right. And it's very painful to have intercourse. And if it's painful, you're not going to want to do it. Right, so there is a natural, we have a, an E3 cream mm-hmm. that actually helps the atrophy and the dryness and, and it helps rebuild the vaginal wall. Right. Really I always does. say that's the first thing you have to restore. Right. Then you can do the other stuff to increase the sex drive. Mm-hmm. And then in women of both ages, another thing that has been really big is progesterone. Right. Um, there's no doubt that progesterone plays a role in libido. And we see that in all ages woman, it really women. We really do. Because yeah. you'll even see young women that are having cycles that actually, their progesterone is on the low end and yeah. their libido is low. Right. And, of course, after menopause, the progesterone pretty much goes to nothing. Yeah. So we do have a natural progesterone cream. hmm That know, also really helps with, The sex drive. It does. And it helps with the mood swings. It actually helps with some of the weight gain associated with menopause. So it actually helps with a a few different things. So we have a few things for women. And we do have a libido, the libido stem F. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Now, that one's one that I have found has worked really well
2: for Mm -hmm. women. It really does.
3: And it does have a little bit of DHEA in it. It does have your horny goat weed. It Mm -hmm. does have some ginkgo. Ginkgo is another one in both men and women because of blood Blood flow. flow. right? So, I mean, you see it does have some ginseng. It does have Mm -hmm. some things. So, I mean, there's things that actually are in those products that actually make definitely works. But I would say that that is actually one of the things we've seen be one of the most beneficial for the females.
2: Now, you know, something else too, a little warning, okay, Uh, if you're a little more mature lady uh, don't look at the statins too good because statins actually do decrease uh, libido in older women it does there's no doubt about it because it interferes with that mitochondrial function and if the mitochondria don't function nothing else functions yep. okay. so
3: look, there's so many things that can affect it even the carnitine and the essential fatty acids and your fish oil and your Just vitamin E and overall. your being healthy like we've always said the healthier you are the better your sex drive
2: yeah, yeah. i mean you know the the healthier we are um the overall the better everything works including the sex so you know that's that's kind of what we strive to do you know we do something they call functional medicine we want to restore function of the whole body not just parts and pieces and if, like and
3: stuff. So if you're having problems the best thing to do is have lab work done to right. see where your problems are
2: and call us we can actually get that set up usually in or around your hometown and uh, mm-hmm. get that done for you at a reasonable cost and uh You'll be in good shape. Now, next week, we've got a really exciting show. We have a a doc going to be on with us, wrote a really neat book about vitamin K2, uh, Dr. Kate uh, Romay-Blue. And she's going to be here, and we're going to have a whole hour talking about uh, vitamin K2 and how it affects your health. And it might even affect that testosterone, guys. So we'll see you next week with the Vitamin K2 Show. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Doctors Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.